0: What's going on Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's up Warriors? Jonesy here with another episode of my now bi-weekly podcast. Um, hope all is going well. The last two weeks have been pretty good for me. Uh, A lot of of growth, a lot of additional development, kind of re-engaging in some old practices and exploring some uh, areas of of my own life for both improvement and kind of just re-evaluation. So yeah, it's about where I'm at right now. And I think part of that is what I'd like to talk about today. So jumping right into it the topic I want to discuss today is kind of twofold. One is just integrity, and the second is, I like to call it micro-commitments. And we'll start off first talking about integrity. So in- integrity, we think about the definition of it in general, and usually it relates to something in, in external to ourselves. We tend to talk about if a person has integrity or sometimes even if we have integrity and it's really like, can I be trusted? Am I being honest? Is that person honest? Um, can I can I believe what they say? Are they gonna complete or accomplish what they say they will? And I think that's very valid. I think we need to ensure that we're holding ourselves to the same standard that we're holding others if not holding ourselves to a higher standard. But we should be doing all those things, being honest being true to our word, um, and just living in such a way that who we are is who we display. But I think there's a level of integrity that goes deeper than that. And really, it's having that integrity with ourselves, being open and honest with ourselves, and really living up to who we're telling ourselves and others that we are, or that we're going to be. And in that it, again, it encompasses in, in uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, it encompasses honoring the commitments that we make to ourselves. And those may be commitments that are never spoken out loud, never written down, nobody else is ever aware of them. And it's real easy to be like, well, it's to myself, so it's only affecting me if I don't follow through. and you're hundred percent correct. It is affecting you primarily, but the reality is that affects us on a subconscious level where we become untrustworthy characters to ourselves. And in essence, start to have a breakdown in our, our self image, self esteem and self worth. And in the long run, we become less useful to those we care about. Um, so yeah we need to to live in integrity and that also includes it well i'll I'll give an example of living in integrity one of my values that um has helped me to get to where i'm at now by just accepting and and expressing that value and i laugh because the value is expression the value is speaking out. The value is, is sharing. Or This is what expression is to me. is like sharing what's on my mind, sharing what I'm feeling, thinking, doing. Um, I've really found that when I continue to express myself honestly, it positively impacts other aspects of my life. And in terms of integrity, how that relates, I need to in order for me to live in integrity with myself and with my value of expression, sometimes I have to have challenging conversations with people. Um, Sometimes I have to let people know either what I've realized about myself that may be wrong and offended them or even what I've done really, really well. But, the uncomfortable or challenging conversations are usually on the the negative side, where I'm admitting my fault in something. But also, if I get into an engagement, uh, I'll use my wife as an example. If if she does something that's constantly bothering me, it's it's for me to be in integrity with myself and honor my value of expression, which which I know already from past experience. If I stifle that it causes problems in other areas of my life so in order to live in integrity with that i sometimes have to be like hey this thing like affected me in this way and there's a million ways to communicate something like that if let's just say for for example uh, she dried something of mine that she wasn't supposed to and it happens on a regular basis and it's starting to get really frustrating i can come at her very aggressively like hey you know what you keep messing up my stuff you keep trying my stuff blah blah whatever and I'm still expressing myself so like I'm in integrity with myself but at the same time I'm being a jerk and I'm not really fostering connection which is another one of my values and I won't go too far down the rabbit hole but now I'm creating a situation in which I'm I have a, a, a kind of an identity conflict a, a misalignment of values because I value connection and I value expression but the way in which I'm going about my expression is compromising my connection and that that's getting real deep so We'll leave that one. We'll park that one right there for another day. But if you uh, work with me in coaching, that's a little bit of insight into the, <laughs> the levels we go to and why working with me and with a life coach is so beneficial because we uncover those kind of things. But anyway, the expression portion I can address that a different way in which, it's like, hey, you know, I I feel such and such when this thing happens and, you know, kind of, maybe we can leave it there. Maybe I have to explain more, but it's, it's a totally different approach than coming down on somebody with a knife hand and letting them know that they screwed up. It's, it's rather just communicating how I feel about something or how, how something affects me. And hopefully in doing so, it's opening the door for communication, opening the door for, for connection through You know, ultimately, vulnerability and intimacy, um, as opposed to just shutting down those lanes of communication. And so, yeah, I have to. At the end of the day, I have to be in integrity with my own values, and I also have to make sure that maintaining one isn't compromising myself in another area. So there's just multiple layers of growth that can come out of that. Um. So yeah, the other aspect of integrity brings in the the what I said is the beginning of micro commitments and what I mean by that is every single day we all make a, a thousand million I don't know I can't I don't I can't really count them or quantify them but we make a whole lot of commitments every single day within ourselves it could be something like as easy as, okay, I'm gonna set my alarm for 5 a.m. I'm gonna get up at 5 a.m., I'm not gonna snooze. And then we wake up at five, or the alarm goes off at 5 a.m., and we snooze 5.03. We snooze again 5.12. We snooze again, I don't really have to be up until 5.30, so I'm just reset my alarm for 5.30. And we think to ourselves, no big deal. Um, I made it to work on time, or I was able to get up still on time and accomplish what I did, but Really, on a subconscious level, I just proved myself that I'm not a man of my word, that I I'm, I can't honor my commitments or I choose not to honor my commitments. And where I've recently run into trouble with this one um, and kind of had to reevaluate my own stance and the, the the level of accountability I hold myself to, but there are times that I've made commitments and something else important has gotten in the way and it's like I kind of excuse not honoring the first commitment by like the the essentially the cop-out that you know what I chose to do this instead I prioritize that so it was my decision I knew what I was doing and like that makes it okay and while it was my decision and I did know what I was doing and I accept whatever was going to come for that it still doesn't negate the fact that I made a commitment either to myself or to someone else or both. And I did not honor that commitment. And the interesting thing about our subconscious minds, um, if you look up information on like the reticular activating system, which is a part of our brain that, but we don't often, I won't even say we don't often, our brains don't distinguish between, uh, here's an example of if, if I watch somebody perform a perfect jab, for instance, like we talk about boxing, a perfect jab, my brain logs in that information. And it's similar, like by watching and visualizing that, I won't say I'm going to get the exact same results, but my brain starts to lock in and dial in on that movement. My brain doesn't really like decipher between, nope, you're just watching this as opposed to you're doing it. It still retains that information. And so by watching something get done a bunch of times my brain starts locking that in and then when i go to practice it's a little bit more natural and now obviously it's my body moving and there's other muscles involved but the brain is kind of keyed in it's just now about fine tuning and dialing in that motion and kind of similar but different it's like if if i if i were to tell you right now don't think about red 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 (laughs) <laughs> Probably as soon as I stop, the thing that's in your mind is red, red, red. Although you may be saying, don't think about red. Red is still the focus. It's still the, the meat of the sandwich, so to speak. It's it's the topic of discussion. And that's the thing with our brains when it's like, when I'm telling myself like, uh, you know, but something like, like, I don't want to stay up late. I don't want to stay up late, which maybe is a bad example, but... Um, all my brain is hearing is stay up late or like, uh, you know what, I don't want to drink today. I don't want to drink today. I don't want to drink today. All I keep, my brain keeps processing on a, a very like subconscious basic level is drink, drink, drink. And so when all of that relating it back to the micro commitments is that when I'm Making these small commitments these micro commitments. Okay. I'm gonna get up right on the next commercial and I'm gonna go brush my teeth and I'm gonna do whatever else I need to do and get ready and jump in bed and that next commercial comes up and I just sit there and don't do it well, like my my subconscious registers that <laughs> I Made a commitment and didn't do it. And so it's essentially like Everybody has heard the term like practice makes perfect. I'm practicing lying to myself and in doing so, I'm practicing not being an honest person, not being a man of my word, not being somebody that follows through. And so when I'm making those commitments to other people and in real life, how is it going to, how how do I, can I expect to continually succeed externally if I can't even honor these tiny little commitments that I'm making to myself? And so bringing this all full circle back to the whole integrity part is we've got to we've got to make commitments to ourselves that we're honoring and completing and in response our minds are going to essentially it, it's going to increase our our value and our self-worth because we will subconsciously be becoming men that we can or women that that can be trusted men or women that can honor our words we follow through on what we've got going on and then when we're making those kind of commitments to others we're already we've already been practicing the the ability of honoring what we tell other people so then now not only are we essentially working inside like telling ourselves that we're honest person people but the feedback in our lives we're going to be understanding that we are honest. We have integrity. We follow through. We honor our commitments. And overall, again, that's just going to continue to build self-worth and honor. And then from there, the more self-worth I have, I'm able to accept my my flaws or my fail I don't even like using the word failures, but my flaws and my mistakes, I'm able to accept a lot better. Once I'm able to accept those things and I couple that with self-worth and valuing myself, I learn to start respecting myself more, respecting the decisions that I make, respecting the fact that I can honor commitments, respecting the fact that I am integrity, both within myself and externally with others. And, you know, to some degree, we may even get to a point of of self-love, which, you know, I think it it goes both ways where self-love is a it can be a very lofty goal. And I think self-love is an impossible mark to hit when we're living on the other side of the, expe- the spectrum in like self-loathing and self-hatred. And it's frustrating because in the mental health community, a lot of times you hear, you, you've just gotta love yourself. You've just gotta love yourself. And so you're if, if I'm in a place where I hate myself, you're asking me to essentially <laughs> like take a running jump and clear the Grand Canyon because they're, they're so far from the extremes. Whereas I, I use this analogy with a friend or maybe even here, I don't remember, but I'll use it again because I kind of came up with it and I like it. But if, if the gap from self hatred to self love is essentially the grand Canyon, then self acceptance could be viewed as climbing down on one side of that Canyon. as we continue to work in self-acceptance and learn self-respect, it's like crossing the floor of the canyon. The more we engage in that self-respect is starting to climb the other side of the the canyon to the point where maybe we reach the top of the other side. And that's the the self-love aspect, right? But, you know, for (laughs) a human without wings, it's, It's physically going to be impossible to clear that Grand Canyon, to to clear that gap from self-loathing to self-love. Whereas in reality, you put in the work, you put in the effort, you stay, stay the path, stay the course. You can climb down, cross the floor and climb back up and make that goal. And so by living in integrity by honoring the the micro commitments that we make daily to ourselves and again examples of that is like okay i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna take my vitamins five days a week this week because sometimes i'm slipping up on that or you know what i'm gonna drink at least a gallon of water each day which maybe that's too much for some not enough for others depends on where you live and how much you sweat i guess but whatever i'm gonna drink x amount of water each day and honoring that commitment i'm gonna make my bed every single day, which is something I do honoring that commitment. I'm going to brush my teeth every morning, every night. I'm going to floss, you know, these, these little things that we can commit to and we can accomplish and succeed. And as we build those things, it's like collecting pennies. You know, you collect more and more pennies eventually you've got a dollar and you keep on collecting now you've got five dollars and eventually you keep collecting and if you're a kid you get ten dollars and ten dollars like you can buy the entire world when you when you're only six years old it's like the most money in the world right now um, yeah, but th- that's where the growth comes from is is by honoring commitments to ourselves and again I think we are way too willing to to bail on ourselves, to flake on ourselves, thinking that oh, it's not affecting anybody else so it doesn't matter, but it does matter. Your subconscious knows and you get to ultimately choose. Do you want to program into your subconscious that you're a man or woman of integrity that can honor your commitments and live aligned to your values? Or do you want to program in that you're flaky and maybe you'll do it, maybe you won't? Give it a try. Pick three simple simple tasks make your bed every morning wake up first thing you do try to consume i'd say 32 ounces of water maybe no smaller people maybe not so much water but uh, i drink a 32 ounce glass of water every morning um which won't go too far into it but we're, we're huffing and puffing. We're breathing all night. And when we breathe, we're, we are losing bits of fluid. And so we're actually dehydrating as we sleep, you know, because we're letting it out, not taking anything in. Start your morning off with some hydration. Like, what's that? I don't know. I forget. There's some catchy saying, but essentially, like, water helps your whole body function better. So just do it. Um, and and one other little thing, I, I mean, if you somebody that wants to start journaling, then journal for five minutes each day if you're somebody who wants to start reading read like three pages a day something but set yourself a couple commitments that you can work on this week and live up to it every day for the next seven days and and see how you feel evaluate the changes that it makes in the way you view yourselves and in your ability to follow through um I'm I'm fairly confident that you will notice a difference if you if you choose to accept the challenge and step up. So, yeah, that's all I got. Love you, folks. Hope you have a great week and I'll see you in two weeks or talk to you in two weeks. Thanks. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved. You are appreciated. And no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.